Welcome to AM 1160 The Quest Falls Pledge Drive. You're listening to Atlanta's Catholic Radio Station. My name is Kathy Schneider, and I'm honored to be here this hour in the studio helping this station that's very near and dear to my heart. And I'm here in the studio with some amazing people this hour. Annie Porter is our fabulous producer, and I'm broadcasting this hour with Mary Clausen from St. Jude and Brian Bamonte from St. Bridget Catholic Church, where I am also a member. I have the privilege of being the Respect Life Ministry chairperson there as well. A big shout out to Father Neil Hurley, our pastor, who I'm blessed to help promote his amazing heart for life in our ministry. I've never known a more pro-life priest. Thank you, Father Neil, for all you do to shepherd us. Deacon Gary Chance from St. Jude will be our special call-in guest this hour. You don't want to miss him talking about Holy Spirit moments in the pro-life ministry. Please call in today to support our pro-life hour in the quest. If you love your life and you want to say thanks your mom for life, call in and give a donation in your mom's honor or in her memory. Call in and give a donation if you are pro-life. The number to call in is 470-508-1160. That number again is 470-508-1160. First of all, we wanna say thank you, thank you for your prayers and financial support of this station. You're truly helping people encounter Jesus Christ through the, through the quest. Please share the quest with your family and friends. You're evangelizing by telling others about this station. We all need this bright light the quest is bringing right now in our lives. Share the quests with others and help them feel the blessing of God in their life. So this hour, our goal is $5,000, and we need you to help us get here to our donation goal. That number again is 470-508-1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com to donate online. So let me begin and, and introduce my amazing co-hosts um, who are with me today. Brian Bamonte is a member of our Respect Life Ministry at St. Bridget and a huge St. Vincent de Paul volunteer as well. He's been coming to pray with me outside of abortion clinics for about four years now. He is a prayer warrior. <laughs> Mary Clausen is a member of St. Jude Catholic Church, and I met Mary at a Bible study at Holy Spirit Catholic Church. We learned that we were both sidewalk advocates and we decided to team up together and go to the abortion clinics together. That was probably two years ago now and God has provided even more saved babies as we have been going together to the clinics to save lives. Mary is also co-chair of the Respect Life Ministry at St. Jude. So Mary, tell us about your favorite show on the quest and why you listen. Uh, my favorite local show is a Shelter in Peace with Mari Cleveland. Um, my favorite national shows are More to Life with Greg and Lisa Popkak and The Doctor Is In with Dr. Ray Garandi. Excuse me. Um, all these shows just um, expand the Catholic faith to me and help me be a single mom and a, with a lot of um, support. Nice. Thank you, Mary. Brian, what about you? Tell us why you listen to The Quest and what your favorite shows are. Okay, I listen uh, usually typically at home and in my daily routine, and then the radio is on in the background. To me, these radio programs are a reminder of what's important in life. We're in a world that's becoming more and more secular, and it's so easy to get distracted and lose track of what's important. So Catholic radio, to me, provides a spiritual boost, kind of like going to daily mass, in a world that seems to be getting more and more hostile to our religion. My favorite show would be The Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomeo. She deals with uh, current events of the world and how they impact our church and the faithful. 
I'm really into news. I'm a news junkie, and I find that both interesting and educational. For example, yesterday her program was an interview with Father George Rutler, who authored the book Crisis and Culture, and it was a book detailing how secularism is becoming a religion. I thought it was a very timely topic, so it was pretty interesting. Nice. Very good. I know I feel the same way about the Quest programs. I really feel like they help strengthen my faith. They encourage me in my faith journey. And and a lot of times they teach me things about my faith I didn't even know. I also feel like it helps me grow better as a follower of Christ and helps me be a better wife, mother, and friend because of the station. Um, I would love to hope the good Lord willing one day in heaven um, to find somebody there who came to Christ because of the content on the quest. You know, their goal is to save a million souls. And just think about that. We can help save souls and families with our donations to the quest. It's a way to evangelize where you don't even have to open your mouth, but you do have to open your pocketbooks. So let's help this get the word out about this station. So here's your opportunity to win souls for Christ by calling with your donation at 470-508-1160 or thequestedlanta.com and click donate. So um, Mary's going to tell us, we're going to talk about the theme of the Spirit Drive a little bit. The theme of the Spirit Drive is Life in the Spirit. And going along with that theme, we're going to talk about some Holy Spirit moments in the pro-life ministry. I think the first thing we need to mention is the Holy Spirit-inspired Jim Nelson from St. Anne's. Um, He had a brilliant idea to do some teachings on life issues on the air. He thought we could do these pro-life minute segments to teach an aspect of life. And so the task began. Mary, Kathy, and I, and a few others began writing and scripting these pro-life minutes. There are now about 35 of them, and they air for less than a minute at random times throughout the broadcasting day. In fact, I think Annie has one ready for us to listen to now. That I do. Let's take a listen. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. Did you know that since the Supreme Court ruling of Roe v. Wade in 1973, we have lost over 61.5 million babies to abortion? Now let's think about that. 61.5 million people would be like wiping out even more than the entire populations of the states of California and New York. Every 37 seconds in the United States, a baby is aborted. That is over 61 million babies that never got to be held or cherished. That means by the time I finish this sentence, an innocent baby will have lost their life. You might be asking what you can do to help. You can get involved by contacting your local center today. If you'd like to volunteer, contact 1-800-712-HELP to find your nearest pregnancy resource center. Let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. You just heard a Pro-Life Minute clip written for this station by Pro-Life Advocates right here in Atlanta. So if you love this station, and since this is the Pro-Life Hour, call in if you're pro-life and give a donation. Our goal is $5,000 this year, uh, this year, sorry, this hour. And we're also trying to find two guardians for the station, which is a donation of $100 a month. And we also would like to find four people who would become a monthly donor of at least $20 a month. And then we need new one-time donors as well. Our goal would also be to have a business sponsor this hour. If you like the Quest radio station, let us advertise your business on there as well. And so again, that number to call in, 470-508-1160. I'm here with Brian Bamonte and Mary Clausen, and we're talking about pro-life, um, Holy Spirit moments in the pro-life movement. 
And so um, we're going to um, actually have um, Brian talk a little bit about um, this next little segment. You know, when it seems like many things are being canceled or scaled back, Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, The Quest, is on the air right here in Metro Atlanta, meaning you right where you are in the car or at home or in the background of your daily lives to inspire and encourage and be a local beacon of faith and dynamic Catholic conversation. So your support means so much. We are 100% listener supported. So our funding relies totally on your donations to help this great programming continue. Again, thequestatlanta.com or 470-508-1160. So now let's talk about some of these whole life Holy Spirit moments that we personally have witnessed on the front lines of abortion clinics where Mary, Brian, and I go three to four days a week out there to pray and save babies and their families the pain of abortion. Mary and I have a theory about these Holy Spirit moments, and I want her to share about that. (laughs) We sure do, Kathy. Um, Kathy and I personally think that all the Holy Spirit moments that we've had out there on the sidewalk um, come from Brian, who comes and prays there for hours. He's there usually before we get there. He stays after we leave often, and he just prays for two, three, four hours sometimes on a little sidewalk area, 10 feet by three feet. Um, I think his prayers have let set the foundation and lay down um, are interceding for us to um, help these wonderful Holy Spirit moments that come up. Brian, would you talk about what you do there at the clinic? Sure. Um, Out at the abortion clinics, there's basically two roles. There's sidewalk counselors, which Kathy and Mary do, and they're quite good at it. They're pretty impressive. Then the second role is prayer warrior, which is what I do. To be a sidewalk counselor, it takes training and experience but anyone can be a prayer warrior like me. Um, I usually start playing the rosary. I'm a very big advocate of the rosary. I think it's a very powerful prayer. And since we're in front of an abortion clinic, I start with the Sorrowful Mysteries, because that seems so appropriate. And then I cycle through the rest of the mysteries. There's a lot of things to pray for outside the clinic. The obvious ones are you pray for the end of the abortion, and you pray for the lives of the unborn who are scheduled to be aborted that day. But we also pray for the moms to choose life. We pray, for the, we pray for the dads to support their family. We pray for the abortion doctors and staff to stop performing abortions. And we pray for those who have a support role. Some of these people uh, need help getting to the abortion clinic. Somebody drives them there. Somebody comes along for moral support. Some people pay the bills so they can afford to get the abortion. We pray for them to get the grace they need to realize what they're doing is against God's will. And often when Mary and Kathy talk to a mom who's come here for abortion, they come over to me after they get their name and ask me to pray for them by name. And that just helps the prayer go a little bit easier. And just to wrap it up, just being outside the clinic has added benefit. You know, just standing there holding a sign, we can help, uh, is powerful because we've gotten reports of moms who have driven by the clinic, seen us praying out there or holding the signs, They cancel their appointment, and they just keep on driving. And we know of at least one or two cases where that has changed their mind, and they kept their baby. So you don't have to be have a lot of big skill sets to come out and be helpful. Just pray the rosary, come out with a friend, and just stay for 15 minutes if that's all you can. It's a great help if you can do that. Beautiful. I love that. 
Brian is such an important part of this ministry. He is the backbone of it. It's Mary and I say. Um, so let's give out that number again before we go to more Holy Spirit moments in the pro-life ministry. Again, I'm Kathy Schneider with Mary Clausen and Brian Bamonte here talking about Holy Spirit moments for the Quest radio station during their fall pledge drive. The number is 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com to donate online. And remember, we're trying to reach our goal of $5,000. So let's dive into a story. Boy, do we have stories. I like to call this story the miracle at the abortion clinic, and I'm going to let Mary begin. So we were at the abortion clinic one morning, and a nice, nice man named Jarrell came up to talk. And first thing he said was, I'm so glad you guys are here. You're doing great work. Keep doing it. I think this is wonderful that you're here to pray and, and help these these families. And I asked him what he was there for, and he very briefly just said, well, we've made our decision, my wife's in there, but I'm just here to tell you what a good job you're doing. And I'm like, but what can we do to help you? Kathy started talking to him, letting him know all the things that we could do to help him. He was out of work, um, $1,900 behind on his rent, had a one-year-old, and they just couldn't afford this this second little baby. Um, he kept leaving, going to his car, and then coming back out to talk to us. But again, it wasn't about his story. It was all about keep doing what you're doing. It's great work. And um, it was, we, Kathy and I have never had somebody so nice and so complimentary out there, um, but didn't want necessarily our help um, as far as um, what we could do for him today. So he's finally said, I'm going to get something to eat. And we're like, okay, we're here for you, whatever we can do. Um, he got in the car. As he drove up um, to the end exit, um, he rolled his window down one more time and um, Ted, he was going to go get something to eat. And Kathy jokingly said to him, you see, you want us to change your mind. You keep talking to us. Um, you want to finish it, Kathy? Yeah, so I thought it was great. Like, right as he's leaving, he did talk to us a little more. And right as he pulled out, Mary just says, say a prayer in your heart. See what God wants you to do. He'll show you the way. And when he left, honestly, I started crying because when they leave, we know we usually have lost the save. That baby is aborted. So I told Mary, I said, you know what? This is the most we've ever talked to anyone. And we didn't change their mind. Like, what am I doing here? Does it even matter? And then I thought, wow, I have just offended God. This is not about what I say or what I do or what Mary does or says. God can do anything. So we got on our knees to pray. And I said to God, God, we think this is over when they leave. But to you, it is not over until you say it is. I'm so sorry I've disrespected you. Please, God, if it's your will, save this baby, Lord. Turn that man back around and have him save his child. We glorified God. We called on every angel and saint. Uh, it was the Feast of St. Anthony that day. I remember we called on his intercession as well. And lo and behold, in just a few minutes, that car pulled back in. Jarrell said he did say a prayer, and he said, God, if you don't want me to do this, give me a sign. And just when he said this, his phone dinged with a text from his wife saying he had to come back because she had a fever and they weren't going to do the abortion because she was sick. She was actually very mad about it. She kept saying, I'm not sick. I feel fine. But they still would not do the abortion. Well, once he got in there and she came out and he was able to tell her the story, he prayed for a sign and that <clears throat> she had this fever the abortion was off the table. They knew God wanted them to have this baby. And quite ironically, the pregnancy center where we got them help a few 20 to 30 minutes later, she had no fever. God gave her that fever so she would not have that abortion. 
The miracle fever saved that baby. We thank you and praise you, God, for that miracle. But you know what? Their problems weren't over. They were $1,900 behind on rent, about to be evicted. He was out of work. She was an actress, on again, off again jobs. And this was a Thursday. And by Tuesday, we had chipped in and paid that rent, and we had him two job offers. And Jarell likes to tell us the blessings keep coming. Uh, she's actually an actress, and she got a huge acting role recently, even though she went to the interview very pregnant and almost didn't even go to the audition. So that baby is born now. They're doing great, and they're so thrilled to have this sweet baby. Okay, our phone volunteers are ready to go. Call now to make a pledge or issue a challenge. The number is 470-508-1160. Again, Four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero. Why not become a member of AM eleven sixty the Quest family during this fall pledge drive? The Quest is one hundred percent listener supported. Thanks to your generosity and your prayers, we are two years old and growing. But we can't do it without you. Your support and your prayers keep the station going. Again, four seven zero five eight zero one one six zero. Call now or go to thequestatlanta.com to donate online. So again, our goal is $5,000. Um, Annie, is there any anybody have any updates of how we're doing toward that? And again, if we remember, we're looking for two guardians for the station, $100 a month. We'd like to have four monthly donors of at least $20. And we need one-time donors as well. And how about you out there? Are you a business sponsor? Do you own a business and would like your business advertised on Catholic Radio? Come on, give us that business sponsor. It's a big deal. So yeah, a little update. We've had, um, we still got a ways to go, but we've had two calls so far. We have Nancy and Wayne J, and they are donating in support of Pro-Life Ministry from Sandy Springs and Dorothy O of Smyrna so far. So we need your call to be next at 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160. Um, and like Kathy said, if you want to, if you want to learn about becoming a business underwriter, you can give us a call at that 470-508-1160 and just tell our call angels that you're interested in learning about what business underwriting is. And we'd love to talk to you about it because we're running a special on that. Um, also, if you call, you can talk to our call angels about our St. Gabriel Society. And that's monthly donors who pledge $20 or more per month. And a mass is said every month, once a month in our chapel here at the station for the intentions of our monthly sustainers. And you can also become a station guardian like Kathy was saying, we're looking for one this hour. And that guardian is $100 per month or more. And this group of supporters is really who we call our protectors of our mission. And you, you know, by making that donation, you make the quest part of your Catholic legacy. And I believe additionally, those station guardians, I believe we have eight more of those really special rosaries that were touched to a piece of the actual cross of Jesus Christ. So you definitely don't want to miss out on those. We only have eight for this drive. So Get your donations in early so you can get those. Absolutely. So uh, Mary has a great story to share um, about a wonderful Holy Spirit moment in the pro-life movement. Thank you, Kathy. Um, the Holy Spirit just worked amazingly in, um, when we met a couple named Samantha and Dijon. 
Um, a couple years ago, they were at the abortion clinic. Um, Deacon Gary Shantz is also in this story, who's going to be our guest later this hour. Um, so we'll just hold that, hold that thought for a minute. Um, this young couple came to abort their baby. Um, the baby had a condition called trisomy 13, and that baby was not going to live. Um, when I met them, they just said, the, the doctor said that this was really the, the only choice they had, that the baby could possibly um, continue in the pregnancy, but that they didn't tell them how this pregnancy could continue. So they they were young, um, followed the doctor's advice, went to the abortion clinic. Um, Kathy and I talked to them, said, you know, let's let God decide this. Um, even though um, there's a horrible diagnosis, trisomy 13 is not compatible with life, those babies um usually die in utero um, if they are born alive they, they don't live for very long and so it, it's it's a hard hard um, road to, to hold but um, we told them if they did that that they would do the the, the the God would decide when that baby died and they would not have to make this horrible choice and live with this horrible um, outcome of having an abortion and the the difficulties that happen after that so um, Dijon just, you know, was kind of protective of Samantha and just kind of said, you know, that we don't know what to do, um, you know, sort of kind of walking away. And I said, you know, we can give your baby some dignity. The baby's not going to end up being, um, you know, aborted. It won't end up out in the, the trash in the back when the medical refuse is picked up. Um, and I said, we want your baby to have dignity. And he turned around and he said, I want my baby to have dignity right there. He, they had made their decision. Um, we took him off to the um, pregnancy aid clinic. Um, got them a good pro-life doctor, um, got them into an organization that's called Be Not Afraid to help hold their hand and give them information about how to care for a baby that's so sick. Um, they were just so, so relieved. You could tell um, Samantha was crying. It was just a beautiful, beautiful moment. The Holy Spirit worked and, and helped us to kind of connect with them. Um, we got a deacon, um, Jim Wolf, um, at St. Bridget to do a blessing of the child in the womb. Um, it was interesting that the doctors told um, Samantha the baby would not, she probably wouldn't make it through the pregnancy. If it was born, it wouldn't survive the labor. And then if it was born alive, it would die real, real soon. Well, that baby went full term. Um, she had a really healthy pregnancy. The baby survived delivery and actually lived for nine hours before passing. It was very peaceful. Um, Kathy and I and some other people were there to help support them. Um, it was just the baby did not have any distress or struggle for those nine hours. We just loved every minute of its little life. He would open his eyes and look up at his parents. Um, and beautifully, um, Deacon Gary Shantz came to the hospital to see them, um, baptize the baby, um, and just was there to support um, Samantha and Dijon. There was there was no male strong father figures there in their lives, so it was just beautiful that he stepped in and actually spent the whole day with them. Um, we just um, were so grateful to be there to help them through this moment. Um, we paid for the. Um, burial and had some donations from a lot of the pro-life people in, in the area. There was a lovely graveside service by Deacon Gary. Um, then St. Bridget um, did a funeral lunch um, after the funeral for all the people that came. Um, and it was just so beautiful because they were random strangers to us. Um, they weren't Catholic, but they were Christians. Um, and God called us to be present um, to help them and 
throughout the whole entire thing, the Holy Spirit was there helping them um, and helping us to help them. Now, uh, a year later, um, after um, Kingston was the baby's name um, that passed away back in February of 2019, um, and um, a year later in February of 2020, they delivered um, a healthy baby girl. Her name is Nyla, and um, she's beautiful, healthy, and they're a happy little family right now. And we did actually a virtual baby shower for them um, because they now live in South Carolina. So, Mary, thank you so much for sharing that captivating story. And stay tuned for more Holy Spirit moments in the community. But in the meantime, reach out to us and please help us meet our goal of $5,000. We need um, the theme of the fall pledge drive is life in the spirit. And you're listening to AM 1160, the quest fall pledge drive. The Holy Spirit is a central focus. And we are excited to see what the Holy Spirit will be doing this pledge drive for all of our great listeners. Here's that number to call in again, 470-508-1160, or go to thequestatlanta.com and click on donate. So remember, besides our $5,000 goal, we need two guardians for the station, which is $100 a month, and we need four monthly donors of at least $20, and we need you new, just one-time donors, call in. I love because this is the pro-life hour. If you're pro-life, I'm challenging you. Call in and make a donation, man. Help us get to this $5,000. We need this this money to help the station keep reaching hearts and souls. Um, So we um, also really want you to know these Holy Spirit moments. They come um, often in the pro-life movement. Um, and some of the these stories are uh, things that just continue to keep us going out there each and every time. Um, we had a recent uh, incident where we had not had all sa- a, a save all morning. And a lot of times we'll get down on our knees and pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And so we were on our knees praying, and when it was over, um, Karen Butts um, from St. Michael the Archangel was with us that day, and she suggested we stay on our knees and pray the Flying Novena, which I didn't even know what that was. And that is nine memorares, and then the tenth one is in thanksgiving for the answered prayers. And so we then stayed on our knees and prayed that, and lo and behold, as soon as we finished the very last part and made the sign of the cross, a woman came out and told us she changed her mind and she was choosing life. So God continues to provide these Holy Spirit moments uh, in the pro-life ministry, and we're asking the Holy Spirit to inspire you to give today to help the Quest radio station in Atlanta. All right, y'all. Well, it's time for a break, but when we come back from break, we're going to have Deacon Gary Shantz on. So stay tuned for the rest of our pro-life hour. But while we're on a break, it's a perfect time to call 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160 or go online to thequestatlanta.com and click the donate button. Stay tuned. Hello, I'm Monsignor Daniel Stack from St. Thomas Aquinas Church in Alpharetta, Georgia. One of my favorite prayers, I believe it's from Richard of Chichester. It was used in the musical Godspell. Lord, may I see you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly day by day. Sixty seconds with Mother Angelica. We all have our little things about being faithful. Some of you have left the church, you know that. You thought everybody there was being a hypocrite. You might as well go 
Everybody that goes to church is a sinner. And some of you have left the church because you think, well, this man goes or that woman goes and they have this bad life. I'm not going to go. You go to church to receive the Eucharist, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. You go to give him praise and honor. And you know why you go? You go because Sunday is the Lord's Day and you want to give it to him. I know there's a lot of reasons why some of you have to work, or work night shifts, day shifts. Those are exceptions to the rule. But are we faithful in going to Mass on Sundays? You know, you give six days a week to your family, to yourself, to the world. Why can't we give one day to God? Isn't that strange how selfish we are? The people you know and trust are on EWTN. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. Life is precious as it was given to us as a gift from God. He has a plan for every created life, even those conceived in the violent crime of rape. Legislation that protects every life is required because God's gift is to be respected, cherished, and protected. No value is given to the baby's life when abortion is allowed in cases of rape. Pro-life advocate Rebecca Kiesling was conceived in rape and had this to say, I am my mother's child. I honor her and bring her healing. Today we are both thankful we were protected from the horror of abortion. Every life, no matter how it was created, is a human being worthy of life and deserves protection. Stand behind legislation with no exceptions. Let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. A reading from Psalm 66, verses 5 through 7. Come and see the works of God, awesome in the deeds done for us. He changed the sea to dry land. Through the river they passed on foot. Therefore, let us rejoice in him who rules by might forever, whose eyes are fixed upon the nations. Let no rebel rise to challenge. It's time to get your pledge in for our Live in the Spirit Pledge Drive. As a 100% listener-supported station, The Quest relies on your donations to stay on the air. Tune in October 6th through 8th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 4 to 6 p.m. as local clergy and parishioners share inspiring stories of living in the Holy Spirit while raising much-needed funds. You can show your support now and even dedicate your donation to a specific host or guest. Visit thequestatlanta.com to see the Pledge Drive schedule and to donate or call 470-508-1160. Help others live in the Spirit through the quest by calling 470-508-1160 today. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Why is contraception wrong? In sex, the husband and wife give themselves to each other fully, freely, faithfully, and fruitfully, which is the kind of love that everyone longs for. No one says, I hope my wife cheats on me, or... I want my soulmate to hide things from me. So why is I love you but not your fertility okay? Christ showed us true love by giving his whole life freely without reservation, never abandoning us even if it meant dying on a cross. This sacrifice gave us eternal life. If you've been listening, you might get where we're going. Sex is only loving when it's a free, total, faithful, and fruitful gift of self like Christ's love. In fact, in every Catholic marriage ceremony, the bride and groom vow to love each other in this very way. So you decide, do you want your marriage to reflect God's love? Or would you rather settle for something less?
For more Young Catholic Minutes, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. I'm Kathy from the Georgia Tech Catholic Center. You've discovered AM 1160 The Quest. Listen on air during daylight hours or 24-7 at thequestatlanta.com. Welcome to The Quest. Welcome back to the Fall Pledge Quest Drive. We're here, 1160 AM, the Quest Fall Pledge Drive to help make the way for Catholic Radio Station here in Atlanta. Continue this legacy. I'm here with Mary Clausen and Brian Bamonte, and we have a special guest on the air Saint uh, from St. Jude, Deacon Gary Chance. Welcome to the show, Deacon Gary. Thank you, Kathy. How are you? We are doing great. We are so blessed. Thank you. Um, for some people, Deacon Gary needs no uh, introduction. He's quite a celebrity down here in this area. But just for those of you who don't know him, um, he is a deacon at St. Jude's Catholic Church, and he's also on the board of the Pregnancy Aid Clinic. And um, he has just been a personal pro-life hero to Mary and I and Brian as we've brought these women in need to him um, over and over, and he's answered the call to help us with these uh, with these families. So welcome, Deacon Gary. We're so glad you're here with us. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. <laughs> so tell us what you like best about The Quest. What's your favorite show? What I like about The Quest, I, th I think it's, uh, you know, I'm originally from the north side of Georgia, Kathy. If you get on 85 and, and you go north and you just keep going north and you stop in a small little town, city, state called New York, um, everybody from... <laughs> New York never meets a stranger. What I like about about the quest is it's local. It's right in our own backyard. Whenever I do tune in, I find it to be very, very practical. I think it's very timely information. It's very honest information. And I think one of the words that I try to model in my own life when we meet people, and I find it it's true, with the quest, I don't think it's it's judgmental at all. I just think it's uh, it gives open and honest guidance and feedback to people that are traveling and journeying in their life today. And we all need guidance, so that I like. And I don't really have a favorite show, Kathy. Um, I have a bunch of them, and it really all depends upon what time of the day that I I turn on um, on the on the actual streaming. Uh, if it's early in the morning, I catch a little bit of sunrise morning. That's between like uh, I think that comes on about six, and uh, I also like Morning Glory with Monsignor Pope and everybody. Uh, if you haven't met Deacon Harold, he is uh, he's. He is a ball of fire. I think Gloria Purvis is also on that show as well. Um, Teresa Tomeo, I am a big fan of hers. So if I happen to be driving in the car at about 9 or 9.15, I will turn on the quest and I will listen to, to her show. In the middle of the day, I try to catch Mari Cleveland if I'm in the office. And then uh, in the evening, if I'm heading back down to St. Jude out of my office, I get the Catholic Answers, which is just great, great information. 
Well, lovely. Those are some of my favorite shows as well. I love that. So I'm going to take a little pause and say we just had somebody call in and, and offer a $1,000 matching grant gift for us. So we need people to call in if we can in this next 10 minutes match this $1,000. Come on, you guys call in. Right now, we're only at about $1,000 toward our $5,000 goal. So I need you people up there to pick up the phone, call 470-508-1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com and click on donate. Come on, you pro-life warriors out there. Pick up the phone. Let's get this $5,000 raised this pro-life hour. So um, Deacon Gary, you know, our theme for the phone-a-thon is life in the spirit. And, um, you know, we, we've had a lot of Holy Spirit moments with you, and I thought you might like to talk to about some of those um, as well based on our theme and share that with our listening audience. Well, I tuned in into the station just a little while ago, and I caught the end of Mary sharing about um, about two very, very special people, Dijon and Samantha. Um, that was an unbelievable godsend. Uh, it was it, it was it was your works that you do on West Wyuka at one of the clinics. It was your work that brought you there that day, and it was no coincidence that they were there the same day and the same time that that you were there. Um, God God doesn't act in coincidences. Whenever God's hand is involved in two people meeting each other, we've, we've all heard the, the word coined that it becomes a God incident. So that was the genesis of it. And then when I was introduced to them as they were journeying with their baby, I just saw a very, very young couple that was full of a lot of fear, anxiety, but the community gathered around them in prayer and in resources to help them. His car didn't work. He needed brakes. He was out of work. There was rent that had to get paid. There was food that we needed to help them with. But they decided that they were going to carry that baby that, that God helped them create in their body. God, they, they were going to carry that baby even though they knew that they would lose the baby. That morning when I received a phone call that the baby was born uh, and I came over to the hospital, uh, that baby could have died before I got to the hospital. But there was a lot of people praying Mary, you are a woman of, of great strength and great prayer. You and Cassie and people from the pregnancy aid clinic uh, that was journeying with them, they were there at the hospital by the time I had gotten there. And little baby Kingston, he was gorgeous. He was an unbelievably beautiful little baby. And we saw his mom and his dad sitting in the same bed holding each other and holding their baby. This God allowed that baby, baby Kingston, to remain alive until we could baptize Kingston. Um, and then I think Kingston lived for, what, about eight or nine hours, Mary? Yes. Correct, yes. Okay. And then just to love and to watch what his mom and his dad did to their little baby. There was so much strength in that room. There was no doubt in anybody's mind that God carried that baby, that, 
that baby is a guardian's angel that was dispatched to him inside of his mother's womb was successful in returning that soul back to our Heavenly Father. And then just to be able to preside and and to witness a an outpouring of love and support at the graveside for the little baby was um, was it was quite beautiful. It really, really was. And and we stayed in touch with them. It's not that once they lost their baby that everybody unplugged from them. Everybody stayed plugged in with this young couple and helped them mourn and get back on their feet. And now it's great news that uh, that little baby Nyla is now alive and well. So, you know, I, I think all people need to do uh, is is to allow the spirit to work. All you got to do is just show up. You never know when the Holy Spirit's going to need us with our legs, our heart, our hands, our wallet, our heart, in any way, shape, or form. All we got to do is is just be open to the workings of the Holy Spirit. And then when the God incident occurs and he puts you in the path of somebody else, or your cell phone rings and somebody needs assistance, just show up and uh, allow yourself to be an instrument used by the Holy Spirit. Deacon Gary, um, this is Mary again. What amazed me with how the Holy Spirit worked through you that day was that you were like, call me when the baby's born. You know, you wanted to know about it. And um, so I called you and I thought you you were like, I'll be there. And I thought, okay, you'll be there for, you know, 30, 40 minutes, maybe do do the baptism, give your love and your blessings. But I assumed you had a huge, a full day already with your business and your deacon work. So the fact that you stayed that whole entire day to love on them, that was the most beautiful um, thing to see. So thank you for that. Well, they were not overflowing in love from family, were they? No, no they true. were not. Yeah. So the family that they had really was the, all of us in, in the hospital room with them. Yes. And I think it was important for us to stay there with them. So, um, Well, thank you for your faithful witness to them as well. And I know um, we've, we've had another uh, situation similar to that where we, not exactly, but just recently we brought you a young mom. Um, and uh, would you like to share about that little story? Well, why don't you tee it up first, Kathy, and let the listeners know where you found, where you found um, Janita. Yes. And, you know, one thing I want to do again is give the number out, 470-508-1160 or thequestedlanta.com. Click on Donate. Come on, you guys, help us match this $1,000 and also help us get to our goal of $5,000 for this hour. So, Mary, why don't you start about Janita? Um, I met Janita on the sidewalk at the um, abortion clinic on West Wayuka. Um for sidewalk saves. And um, she literally had walked out of the um, clinic um, on her own. Um, she had thought she was going to have an abortion, but then realized she was having twins. And um, something in her said, I can't do this, and got up and walked out, which was beautiful. Um, unfortunately, she was um, very distraught. Um, she she's, Again, most of the women and men there don't seem to have a good support system. And, and um, she was... Um, 
need, needing some assistance. So we've been kind of walking the walk with her, helping her to um, just feel loved and cared for. Um, she's been living with some friends on and off, but um, doesn't really have a good solid place to call home and a, and a good family background and family support. So um, we've been just going out to taking her out to lunch and taking her to church and to, trying to just give her that support, like Dick and Gary said, that oftentimes they don't have. Um, so I was, um, she's getting further along. I think she was about 25 weeks at the time. And I was just uh, remembering about Samantha's um, baby blessing that Kathy had arranged at, at St. Bridget. And I was like, this Janita needs a blessing. This, these babies need blessings to, to get through this. And so I called uh, Deacon Chance and he said, yep, sure, I'll do it. And um, I guess two weeks ago, was it? Three weeks ago, um, you met us at, at mm-hmm. St. Jude and um, just gave the most beautiful blessing. Um, I don't know if you noticed the pictures, uh, Deacon Gary, when you were doing it, her hands were open as if like she was receiving communion. It was really beautiful. Mm. She's she's not a Catholic, but she's um, a Christian and um, definitely has um, a lot of faith. So. I'll let you take it from there. Well, that was the first time I had met her. You had shared with me about her and about her personal situation and uh, how God brought you all together, and she was going to carry the twins in a difficult situation. You know, these women and these young men, they are terrified. I, I think if there was one word, I think it's fear. That's, that is what drives them to abort their child. They don't see any alternative. And I think they are just overcome with fear in their life on perhaps they don't know how they're managing now in the situation that they find themselves in, and they can't imagine how they're going to be able to handle another child. This young woman was blessed with twins, uh, and uh, Mary, and if she did not, if God did not, at that day, at that hour, at that time, bring the both of you into each other's paths, nobody knows what the outcome would have been. Uh, even if she decided on her own and she left, she she may have come back again, because she does not have a support group, a family, people that she can lean on. Um, so the work that that you and Kathy do at West Wyayuka, the work that Margarita does at Cliff Valley Way, I mean, we have 11 abortion clinics in our areas, and uh, there is a lot of work that needs to, to be done there. And that's why I say all you need to do, whether you're like Brian, and Brian, what you do there is uh, very, very powerful. You are a man of great humility. You stand off to the side. You're not in the driveway where Mary and Kathy are trying to smile and meet folks as they're pulling in. You're just a man of prayer. And those prayers create the foundation of the strength that gives an awful lot of hope and courage to Mary and to Kathleen and to Margarita, all, 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 the, all the counselors, vitally important. So I'd like to just make a plea that everybody has a certain amount of T-I-M-E in, in their lives. We all have a certain amount of that. And even if it's just to show up 
at any of the abortion clinics, I wouldn't go alone. I would go with a friend or come to the ones that Mary and Kathy or Margarita are at. Come and just pray. There is strength in numbers, and there's strength in the multitude of prayers that storm the heavens. You know, there are miracles that happen at the abortion clinics. And you may want to give a plug, Kathy. I know they're going to yell at you and me if you don't give the phone number out. Give the phone number out again. Yes, sir. 470-508-1160 and thequestatlanta.com. And we're a little over halfway to our goal. You guys, we only got about 10 minutes left. Can you help us? We got one station guardian and one monthly donor so far, but we need more of you. Please, please, please pick up the phone and donate to thequestatlanta.com. So miracles happen, and you folks have stories after stories. Miracles happen at abortion clinics, and miracles happen at our two, very soon to be three, pregnancy aid clinics, which in the archdiocese. You know, listeners, we have, we'll have three very soon here, Catholic pregnancy aid clinics, and those are the places where when Mary and, and Kathy save a woman who says, I want to go and I want to have an ultrasound done. I want to see my baby. I don't think I want to abort my baby. They are abortion vulnerable, okay? We take them to one of our Catholic pregnancy aid clinics, and they see their baby. Well, I was at one of our clinics. We we had a board meeting. It was It was the fall of last year. And one of the volunteers came to get me to say, we have a young woman and her boyfriend in the lobby. Uh, they already have had their ultrasound. They're not going to have an abortion, but they're homeless. And they are sleeping in the back of their car. And we're not really too sure what type of resources we have to help them. Here's what I mean by just being open and being an instrument of, of the Holy Spirit. Some of us visited with this couple. We got them set up that evening in an extended stay hotel. He had lost his job. Here we had an Army veteran. He fell in love with his high school sweetheart. They stayed together when he, went, when he was in the Army, came home. She got pregnant. They want the baby. But here they are sleeping in the backseat of their car. So we put them up. In an extended stay care over in Kennesaw, we plugged them in to St. Catherine of Siena, St. Vincent de Paul Society. The Pregnancy Aid Clinic gave them some substance cards for food and for some gas. We got them plugged in with an employer, and they had this little baby. And if I really understand that fear and frightening, it could have been... It could have happened any night. It could have happened where they looked at each other and said, we can't even take care of ourselves. How are we going to take care of this baby? People need a community of people to support them. That's why this radio station is so vitally important, because it's on all the time. And people can just plug in, because we're all on a journey. We're all on a journey in this life to get to know, love, and serve God. Yes. But God really wants us to live with him forever. 
in paradise. That's where he wants us to live. People need a community. They're going to be full of fear without a community. And I think that's what drives so many people to the abortion clinics. I agree. I agree. Thank you so much, um, Deacon Gary, for sharing your Holy Spirit pro-life moments. We're so blessed to have you in our life. And uh, once again, it's Kathy Schneider here with Mary Clausen and Bram Bamante. And it's the pro-life hour, guys. If you're listening, come on, pick up the phone number 470-508-1160. Pick up the phones and make a donation. You can make a donation in honor of somebody. Um, You can also, it's pro-life moment. Let's uh, make Make a donation in honor of your mother or in her memory. We need you to help us out to make our goal of $5,000 this hour as well. So Deacon Gary, since we are just coming down to the final three minutes of this hour on air with you, would you mind closing us with a prayer? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is uh, one of my one of my favorite prayers, and um, we, we need to keep God's mother, his mom, who was the most perfect, pure mother in the whole world, whose heart has been broken, and she is now, Jesus gave her to all of us at the foot of the cross, and she is our Heavenly Mother, and this is my favorite prayer next to the Hail Mary to her. So we pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And the prayer is called the Memorari. Remember, O Most Gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, we fly unto you, O Virgin of Virgins, our Mother. To you do we come before you we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not our petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer them. Amen. Amen. Well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in for this hour. We want to say thank you to all those who have donated so far. Nancy and Wayne J. in support of Pro-Life Ministry out of Sandy Springs. Dorothy O. in Smyrna. Mary Ann M. in Dunwoody. Laurie M. in Roswell. Brian S. in Roswell. Christine C. in Dunwoody. Louise. Angie S. in Johns Creek. And I believe... They might be putting in a few more, but unfortunately we have not met our goal just yet, but with your help, we can do that. So call 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or go to thequestatlanta.com. I want to say thank you to Brian and Kathy and Mary, and of course, Deacon Gary for leading this hour. What a powerful hour for pro-life. Just absolutely beautiful. And I want to say to our listeners, we will be back at 2 o'clock for Heaven's Light with Father Jim Blunt. So be sure to tune in for that. It's one of our local shows. We will be live here in studio for that. So be sure to tune in. But again, pick up that phone and call 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com.